Thank you for listening to this podcast from theunheardnerd.com. If you like what you hear, please consider liking, sharing, reviewing, and subscribing on Stitcher, Apple Podcasts, or your podcast feed of choice, and help us to keep creating and improving our content. Thank you. All hail Jeffy Jeff. listening to jump the shark it's the pop culture podcast from theunheardnerd.com i am will and with me is my demonous <laughs> colleague you're not demonous at all it's john how you doing john i'm fine will how are you i'm all right are you demonous i've never really asked demonous demonous are you a demon well you hello, devilish will. oh my gosh Jeez. yeah that's pretty um it's pretty scary actually I've just thought of a new headline literally while we're, while we're talking at the beginning of the show that's how well prepared we are as always uh, let me just type this good my notes are up to date <laughs> that was me typing it's, uh, it was only nine letters it was easy to do <laughs> so without further ado let's go to the headlines then i always have to do it i still put the music in hot off the press we've got the first trailer for dora the tomb raider uh, dora the explorer the movie dora the lost city of gold so excited for that noise. <laughs> google have announced stadia but no one really knows what it is and jay and silent reboot Kevin Smith seems to be telling us everything about the film before the film comes out so we don't need to watch the film anymore possibly Good Omens looks amazing absolutely amazing that was my new story added to the headlines I just need to talk about that and lastly on the headlines my wife and kids suck oh moving on moving on <laughs> my kids are probably upstairs in the bedroom above the room I'm recording in wondering why, why is daddy saying we suck and um, it's tough at the moment, John. It's tough because my eldest is um, she's going through a tough time with uh, puberty. Oh, okay. Yeah, hormones everywhere. It's rage, it's love, it's tears, it's rage, it's love, it's tears. All over the place. Even the new trailer for Dora the Explorer. Dora, the lost city of gold, didn't cheer her up. Oh dear, I haven't seen it yet, so I'm, it's strangely confusing. It's a happy thing. It, it's it's clearly uh, an adult playing a high school Dora. It's very confusing. <laughs> <laughs> if you know what I mean, say no more. <laughs> it's unnerving, unsettling. Uh, my, I don't know about yours, but my kids used to be big fans of Dora the Explorer, the um, cartoon, and and even the books. We had a book, and um, yeah, we're not you know commonly a, a Spanish-speaking nation. But the book was in Spanish, <laughs> so we we would uh, would go through and and read the, um, the the Spanish, and it was a good night story. So it was uh, Dora was going on an adventure, and she'd meet all the animals along the way, and uh, and they would all be going to sleep. So you would say uh, Buenas noches, Mariposa, and uh, and yeah. So I learned a little bit of Spanish from that book. So it's quite good uh-huh. in a way, quite good. Um, yeah, it looks like it's like. Dora the Explorer crossed over with Tomb Raider and that reminds me of something I need to put on my list bear with me a second oh I spelled it right wrong 
<laughs> Got it. That's that's on my Check list. Check my list. <laughs> yeah, I'm good. <laughs> I feel like you might be taking the piss out of me there, John. I'm not sure. No. We'll leave that up to the audience to decide. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a film that I didn't know I needed in my life, and I still am not sure <laughs> I do. But uh, it's there anyway. Moving on. Google have announced. St- that Stadia, Stadia, Stad, Stad, it's yeah. a video game thing. It's a, I've only seen headlines and pictures of a controller, so fill me in, Will. What's it all about? I, I, shit, I was actually really hoping you <laughs> knew a bit about this because I just added no, it to my headlines without <laughs> thinking. It seems like big news, no. and I watched a video which didn't tell me anything. Oh. <laughs> so uh, as is far it, as uh, I can tell... Is it it's, supposed to be streaming? It's, it's a streaming gaming service from Google that you can use on any device anywhere okay. as long as you have Wi-Fi or data. Yeah. Uh, and the idea is that it's, it's completely cross-platform. You can play it on any platform. And it's the, their big tagline is, you don't need a box. So fuck you, Microsoft. Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and PlayStation and Nintendo. So um, it seems like they've got grand plans, but uh, at this point, I don't know a lot about it. But other than, yeah, cross-platform streaming of games uh and what quality of games they are it seems to be like you know doom eternia was that announced on it i think okay i think it's the latest doom game i think other than that nothing else there's no other news but uh that's headlines anyway headlines Uh, i remember when bt tried doing something streaming just after dial-up days i think a a lot well that was doomed to failure wasn't it that was yeah (laughs) yeah a lot of companies have tried yeah i mean there was this whole do you remember the steam box thing yeah it was like a streaming console for steam games and they were really no not that one no uh well it was was that steam there was something it was called uja or something like that oh uja that was like um basically an android box was it Android books? Oh, well, I, yeah. as per usual, don't know what I'm talking about. So yeah, completely <laughs> making it up as I go along. But there was a Steam, I'm sure there were Steam box things that you could stream Steam games. You know, okay. And Steam's pretty, actually pretty well populated. I don't use it an awful lot. In fact, I've downloaded like three games from it ever. <laughs> but um, My account's just got the Half-Life collection on it. Uh, right. I think I, I got as far as Rocket League and I was like, that was enough. That's all I needed in my life. Hey. I do like a bit of Rocket League. I'm not very yeah, good at it, but... I've got that on PS4. Yeah. Uh, yeah, so, yeah, study it. We'll find out more. We'll bring more news as and when it is revealed on that. Um, Jay and Silent Bob reboot. I think we alluded yes. to this in the last uh, the last podcast that it was happening and there was distribution, but uh, it seems to be happening really fast and it's due out in cinemas yeah. later this year. Crazy. I'm really excited for it. It looks quite fun because it stars literally everyone that's been in a Kevin Smith film before, which yeah. again, isn't really uncommon because he does tend to bring people back. But it's literally everyone from every film I expect, expect without Ben Affleck. I can't imagine him coming back. If, I, if I've got it right from one of his um, uh, videos, what, that, what are they called now? Those making of videos he's posting fairly regularly. Road to Reboot. That's it, Road to Reboot. There's going to be actors playing the same actor but playing different characters depending on which film they've been in. Oh, wow, yeah. I mean, again, not really uncommon because his mate, Walt Flanagan, played six parts, I think it was, in Clerks. <laughs> yeah. And, uh, you know, you didn't necessarily notice until you looked for it. So, yeah, it's quite interesting. Um, I, I am, of course, going to see uh, Kevin Smith and Ralph Garman record Hollywood Babylon here in London 
I forget Ooh. when, but I bought tickets. <laughs> I bought so. tickets for us, but you couldn't come. So <laughs> no, sorry. <laughs> so I'm going, find on my, a real <laughs> going on my own at the moment, all with my wife. If she uh, if she doesn't suck, okay. uh, she may suck at that, but yeah, hopefully she'll come. Um, otherwise, I'll find someone else to go because she doesn't really want to go. She's just my backup. <laughs> I think it's like me going to the theatre with her when her gay friends aren't available. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> but that's okay. Uh, so yeah, I'm quite looking forward to that. I've never ever seen Kevin Smith in person, and um, tickets—it's uh, just random. I was looking at Twitter, and it's like t- tickets on sale in four minutes. I was like, shit, okay. Log- <laughs> logged on, paid the extortionate price for the tickets, yeah, and um, got them straight away. It was amazing. I haven't had that much luck with tickets for a long, long time. Yeah, you know, I've been just online. I did see him. Actually, I saw him at the O2 last time he came over. Yeah, I remember you went to. He did. Uh, he did. A, he did. A, went with the missus. He did a uh, one of his famous many hour long Q and A things. Yeah. Well, this is the recording of his um, of his podcast. Do you listen to Hollywood Babylon at all? Oh, uh, I've never listened to it. No. I think you'd enjoy it. It's quite funny, and there's a lot of like geeky news in it, and. Um... Yeah, it, it's it's quite it's, it is funny, um, and Ralph Garman does lots of uh, voices. He he does he's a voice guy, so he'll do Sylvester Stallone, you know, talking to yeah. Arnie and uh, like, and then doing singing songs in the style of famous actors. So it's, <laughs> it, it is quite funny. Um, it's at the what's it called Aventim Apollo these days, which which if you're really old was the Hammersmith Odeon, and if you're slightly less old was the Hammersmith Apollo. <laughs> And then now it's the event in Apollo. Uh, so, yeah, I don't know. But, um, yeah, I'm looking forward to that. Um, Good Omens. Have you seen the trailer for Good Omens? No. Nope. What's that all about? What? Are you <laughs> kidding? Are you really? Seriously? I haven't seen No, what is it? Good Omens is amazing. Right, firstly, it's a novel. It's the best novel. It's my favourite book ever. Um, I've, uh-huh. literally, I've literally bought three copies of this book. <laughs> oh, is um, that good? <laughs> so far, yeah, yeah. I mean, firstly, I always lend it to people because I love it so much, and then never get yeah. it back. So you end up buying another copy. Uh-huh. But it's a book by Terry Pratchett and Neil Gaiman, and uh, it deals with uh, an angel and a demon. Um, the angel, I always say it wrong. As as a as a fuck yeah, that and <laughs> and the demon Crowley. And Crowley is the original serpent from the Garden of Eden. Right. Uh, yeah, the the serpent that gifted Eve knowledge and subsequently Adam, and um, and sent h- human form on the, on the path it's gone. Anyway, they've been on Earth for centuries and everything's ticking along nicely. They quite enjoy it; they're having quite a nice time. And yeah. then suddenly they realise they've lost the Antichrist, okay. uh, <laughs> which is a child. And uh, and and now it looks like the world is going to end, and they must combine forces to prevent the end of the world. But it's so much more than that. There are so many different strings to it, and it's so funny, so funny. So Amazon are making a series of it uh, with Michael Sheen as right. the angel. Um, oh Jesus, the guy who was in Broadbent and was Doctor Who. <laughs> Was oh, he... um, uh, uh, why is it people tell me these things? That name instantly goes flying at my head. David Tennant. David Tennant, that's the one. Um, he is the, <laughs> the demon Crowley. Um, it's got Benedict Cumberbatch as the voice of death, I believe. Yeah. Uh, and it's, it's, yeah, I mean, just an amazing cast. The trailer looks amazing for it. It looks really faithful to what you'd imagine the book to be like. Um, mm-hmm. and it's just going to be, you know, it, it, I think in the in the sort of, the feel of the Douglas Adams Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy and and that kind of quite British humour 
Um, but yeah, with obviously Terry Pratchett's humour and, and Neil Gaiman's yeah. dark side, uh, it, it just looks amazing. So the, the trailer has been out for a few weeks, but I'm so excited for that. As, as I'm either going to be over the moon or completely deflated because, like I say, it's my <laughs> favourite book. I've read that book. I try and read it once a year. I love All it right. that much, and I always find something new in it. I've I've let my daughter read it. Um, my wife has read it. It's it's fantastic. So it, I thoroughly recommend Good Omens. Anyone that hasn't read it. Please buy it, borrow it, beg it, steal it. <laughs> DM me; I'll probably send you my copy and um, and uh, check that out. But the, the TV series should be amazing. And uh, finally, from the headlines, uh, my wife and kids suck. This official, <laughs> yeah. I couldn't get any of them, not a single one of them, to come and see Captain Marvel with me. Oh no! Like I was, I was championing it. I was saying to my wife, "Look, there's a cat in it. She loves cats." Hey. cat in it it's not a cat it's a flurkin we established that a few podcasts ago um, my kids I was like look at this it's a strong female lead It's a, she's the most strong she's the strongest Marvel superhero ever it's a woman mm. you're really going to enjoy this it's got a cat in it yeah. no 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 but, interest oh. whatsoever so um, luckily the the lads um, big shout outs coming up uh, to Craig Daddy Craig uh, little JC and uh, little Jamie uh, Ben and Keith were there, Evil Keg. Uh, we, we all went to the cinema last night to see it, and I didn't lose my car, which is amazing. Hey, brilliant. Yeah. <laughs> so um, that leads me on nicely to what have we watched since the last time we spoke? And John, I've watched Captain Marvel. Have <laughs> you will. <laughs> yes. But you didn't see that coming. No, not at all. Yeah, it's about a 7 out of 10. <laughs> <laughs> about a 7 out of 10. Didn't blow me away at all. Okay. Um, no, I was. Uh, yeah, we've been, again. We've been talking about this film for a long time. I've been super excited for it. I love the comics. Yeah. I love the characters, and I was never really quite convinced by Brie Larson as you know playing Carol Danvers, aka yeah. Captain Marvel. Um, but she was really funny in it. She's really like she's got a great personality. Um, she just doesn't quite match my image of the character that's not to say there's anything wrong with the image but never yeah. quite really matched i thought we you know, thought of carol Danvers as a little bit more just a stronger looking person i don't know if that makes sense yeah brie larson's quite you know and again this is not there's not a slight on her whatsoever she's you know whatever she is she, she's you know she's she's great as she is but i, I just somebody with a slightly stronger appearance for me is what I expected but um, okay. she, is, she is fantastic and it? it's set in the 90s um, we see a young Nick Fury um, as in Samuel L. Jackson we find out how he loses his eye um, in the film is he, a, is he de-aged all the way through the film? yes the whole thing in the 90s and do you know what it didn't bother me at all uh, I've heard the, um, the Phil Coulson one's not quite as good it's a bit more obvious yeah. I think probably because, you know, Samuel L. Jackson is, uh, you know, let's be honest, a black man who you know, black people don't tend to age that badly. No. <laughs> uh, in generally, the good, good genes. Um, whereas white people, you know, do, do tend to show the cracks a little bit. <laughs> and, um, it is slightly more obvious with Phil Coulson, but he's not in the film as much. Uh, so, it, again, I didn't really notice it. You know, I've had this real beef with, with de-aging and CGI people in the past. Yeah. I really didn't even think about it. I didn't think about it. I mean, we awesome. talked about it before the film, so I knew it was yeah. coming, but did, didn't think about it once. So, um, yeah, props to um, to Marvel and Studios or Disney, whoever 
has come up with that technology is simply it is improving with every film Excellent. um yeah last ever stanley cameo um, oh yes yes i've heard what he does yeah well okay spoiler alert <laughs> I don't know what that is. That sounds like a Viking call to war or something um, that's gone wrong. Um, yeah, he's reading the Mallrats uh, script on the on the bus train on the yeah. train, um, which is quite a nice quite a nice thing. Um, you know, he's reading the lines. <laughs> Not that he had a lot of lines really in 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 the film, but uh, no, practicing the true believer line, isn't he? I think that's Yeah, that's yeah. right. Yeah. So um, I, I didn't mind that one too much because I'm pretty sure it's the last one unless they CGI him in, which is entirely oh. likely. Oh dear, no, don't. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure they will at some point. Uh, but yeah, it was, it, was, it was really good. I mean, yeah, the whole film is just over two hours long. It really flies by. There's a lot yeah. of action, a lot, lot of fun. Um, you know, the, the, the cat, although it bothers me that they changed its name um, to Goose from Chewy. Right. I, I, I still can't figure that out, but I guess, I don't know. I'm not sure. I'm not sure why, but uh, anyway, they uh, they changed the name, um, and, and yeah, it, the whole thing is, is is funny. It's enjoyable. It's really fun, but it it didn't really sort of quite excel in the way that I hoped it would. And I suppose it's difficult after something as big as you know Infinity War. Mm. Um, you know, I had that I had that doubt about Ant Man and the Wasp, and that was a really nice palate cleanser after Infinity War. Um, it, it was it was funny, different in so many different ways, uh, and obviously much smaller scale. <laughs> and, yeah, literally, <laughs> literally. But um, I was expecting Captain Marvel to be a much bigger experience than it was. Uh-huh. It's a really good Marvel film. It's like I don't know. It's like an Iron Man three or a, you know I don't know like a. a I'm trying to think of another Marvel film that's. <laughs> yeah, it's just not quite as good as guardians of the galaxy it's uh it's not as big as the avengers obviously it, it just lacks yeah. a little bit of sort of the grandiose feel to it but it is a really good film it's really enjoyable and i do again thoroughly recommend that people watch it and i, I look forward to watching it again i might even sneak to the cinema to watch it again because i've got a few days off work coming up <laughs> oh cheeky might do might do or i might go and see shazam the other captain marvel oh film, yes yeah. <laughs> which, uh, which is um sounding like uh, you know the first reviews are, are really very positive for that, that yes come lots of fun. Um, but i mentioned guardians of the galaxy um mm-hmm. james gunn back directing <laughs> guardians of the galaxy 3 um, Indeed, did, did, did Disney sort of realise they couldn't do it without him? I guess I'm kind of not really surprised. I I, I kind of felt like they made a real knee jerk reaction, and they mm. f- f- sort of knew that they, they 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 couldn't be seen to back down at the time. But I think they just let yeah. it simmer down for a while, and then just sort of sneak it out, and 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 you know, just as they release another big film, and then people are like, "I'm really mad at you," but oh, there's another film. I'm not that mad. <laughs> do you know what I mean sort of sneak it it's a little bit of spin going on a little bit of like politicians sneak out really shitty policies like just as we do something really great with the country not that that's happened for a while but you know <laughs> yeah it's just sort of like oh yeah yeah so sorry we, we killed like a, a thousand sheep in an accident but uh, hey great news uh, yeah, 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 everybody's Land got more for everyone <laughs> we're dropping the tax rate <laughs> Yeah, yeah, Lamberger's very well. <laughs> yeah, so uh, I don't know. I mean, what do you think? I think, I think it's oh, good. It was definitely a knee-jerk reaction. I mean, the whole thing was. Um, 
oh, was it some was it some far right people or something? Who seem to be digging through famous people's Twitter feeds back years to find something they can take him down with. Yeah, it's yeah, it, it was a practice. vindictive focused attack. It feels like. I mean, the, the tweets were like 10, 12 years old. Some of them were, yeah, and that's not you. Know, you can't take away from how you know inappropriate they were. Oh, they were. They were quite inappropriate, but it was it was sort of who he was at the time, wasn't it? Apparently, he was trying to be you know very uh, neat, like cutting edge and and you know a little bit close to the bone, and clearly yeah. a little bit too close to the bone. But you know, it's, this is the problem. You know, at the time, it's right, it does. It may not be ethically correct but it's it's not inappropriate but 10 years later you look at it and it's like yeah now that's definitely inappropriate it's just, <laughs> yeah you know the the public zeitgeist has changed and, and uh and and now they seem really really wrong but you know the fact that the guys apologize time and time again for them and and uh you know i mean that was part of disney's official response wasn't it they said we think we think he handled it very very professionally very yeah. well and we'd mm. like to welcome him back and do uh, Guns Galaxy 3. Yeah, after he's, he's finished Suicide Squad. The Suicide Squad reboot. Apparently it's a complete reboot, not a sequel. And the DC Cinematic Universe is such a fucking mess, isn't it? Oh, just a bit, yeah. <laughs> such a mess. I mean, they really, they need to get good people in and just think, plan further than, you know, the end of the film. It, it's crazy to be rebooting that, that franchise so soon oh it's ridiculous isn't it I think... and it was awful it was really awful <laughs> but you know <laughs> do something else there's plenty to choose from yeah, yeah. DC must have a, you know, obviously have a larger range of characters and just you know there's so much so uh, much that yeah. they can do that said yeah, the, the TV programmes are still I think ex- are brilliant I think you know are better than a lot of the Marvel programs if i'm honest not there's many of those left at the moment <laughs> no well obviously netflix have had a big cull and, and got rid of everything and that's official even now. the uh, even the props i noticed yeah they're yeah they're auctioning <laughs> off the props at the moment <laughs> i mean it's I'd, like it's like having a warehouse clear out I'd, I'd love a daredevil mask but you know <laughs> i'd wear it to work <laughs> but, uh, you don't know who i am i'm i'm the devil um and uh, I, I don't know where that was. That, that was nothing really. That, that wasn't an audition. Let's put it that way. But apparently they're um, they're auctioning off those properties to be rebooted on another network now. Really? So Daredevil, Jessica Jones, you know, the whole Defenders thing. Yeah. It, it's open. Apparently that's that's open or up for you know, bids from other networks now to take that on, reboot it, uh, and go with it again. So oh, you know, okay. It, it appears that. It, it it was a Netflix decision to get rid of these shows. So yeah, I've been watching um, Titans, and um, I've got a few more episodes into that. Uh huh. Is that the um, dark DC fuck Batman thing? Yeah, it is. Yeah, yeah, it is. It's uh, it's Robin who it's kind of Robin's transition into Nightwing, I think. Ah oh, right, okay. And um, as Dick Grayson, and um, yeah. because we've already seen another Robin in it. Yeah, Batman's new Robin. You don't see Batman in it, but you... you know, uh, yeah. Todd something? Don't know, maybe. Okay. Yeah, 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 Summit Todd, yeah, Todd something. Yeah, I don't know. I haven't watched that closely, clearly. Okay. <laughs> I'm so... I'm not observant. I don't take in names with things unless I watch them for a really long time. Jason uh, Todd. That's Jason Todd, that's the one, yes. Because right. in the comics, he is the Robin who will get uh, killed by the Joker, and that was a decision made by the comic book readers. 
Ah. Uh, so it's a story called uh, Death in the Family. Yes, you're right. And, yes. and yeah, and the, I remember reading the the, uh, the text at the back of the book because I'd never heard of it before I picked up the paperback, and it was the um, the editor or something saying he had two. He literally had two last issues in his drawer: one where Robin lives and one where Robin dies. He's, they were just waiting for the phone calls to tally up to see which way it goes. And apparently, everyone wanted him dead. So, <laughs> so oh, tough, but tough yes, decision. Back, back to wow. Titans. Yes, uh, yeah, but it's it's really good. I haven't got all the way through it because you know, I've been so busy recently that um, I haven't had a lot of time to watch TV. Or, or I mean, saying that I've watched quite a lot since we last spoke, but um, uh-huh. mostly quite focused um, viewing, uh, I would say. Yeah, um, but yeah, no, I am enjoying Titans, and I'm still enjoying Gotham. I'm slowly crawling through that, and uh, Doom Patrol is on. Uh, Netflix here now as well. I think that's another DC Universe exclusive in the US, but yeah, yeah. It's not available here, so it's on Netflix. I've seen a picture of the gang, and I'm just like, what the fuck? It just it, <laughs> it does look it does look naff when you look at the naff. God, that's a word that probably won't translate very well internationally. It does terrible. look a bit shit. <laughs> but um, actually, like they introduced the Doom Patrol in Titans, um, and not that bad. Very interesting i haven't watched it so i don't know if it's any good um another superhero thing that i, I would like to watch and still haven't had time is umbrella corp <laughs> all right i've uh, heard um, of it umbrella corporation i think it's called uh which is uh, umbrella academy that's the one umbrella academy god i'm so yeah. shit with details <laughs> the umbrella uh, corporation is the uh, the bad guys from resident evil you're very right that's true <laughs> <laughs> but this this was a comic book series i think developed by gerald way of my chemical romance the, All right. uh, the band, the emo band. Um, and I think he ex- probably exec produced this series, I believe. Um, so I'd, I'd like to watch that. I, d- I haven't seen it. I don't really know a lot about it. And I haven't read the books. So um, that's something I'd like to investigate as well. Yeah. Yeah. So um, I said I've been watching. Uh, sorry, John, I'm talking a lot. We'll obviously get, fine. get to your parts momentarily <laughs> uh, but I, I said i've been you know doing some quite focused uh watching yes. and um you know in terms of television i watched the uh, night crawlers series which i subsequently wrote about on the website and saying um thank fuck they cancelled it because it was awful is that, the, is that awful. the uh the george rr R. martin yes sci-fi, sci-fi well it was based on a no- novella by him a novella um, yeah. it wasn't actually I don't think he was particularly involved with it mm-hmm. um, it certainly has yeah. his traits all over it you know as in people die fairly regularly and it I mean it's, it's it was alright I mean don't get me wrong like the series itself I think it's I can't remember how many episodes like six episodes maybe yeah um, it really it starts sort of near the end sort of a, the series starts with the penultimate episode Right, um, like a snippet of it right at the beginning, so yeah. you kind of know what's going to happen, but you're not sure how you're going to get to that point. I see one of those types, and uh, I mean the, it starts very gruesome, very graphic, um, with with some significant deaths. Yeah, characters that you soon learn are are key characters. Um, so you're wondering how you're going to get to that point uh, in time, and and it's basically it's um it's a mission. There's a ship that has an AI on board uh and and the captain is quite sort of elusive um generally he only appears as a projection of himself rather than in person 
Okay. And it's a long mission. Um, the Earth's resources are dwindling. Same old story. Um, but they, uh, there was an alien entity in the far reaches of space that they're aware of, and it clearly has an energy source that's that's you know good, would would help the Earth to to continue. Mm-hmm. Um, but they haven't been able to communicate with it, and they so they take this mission upon the, aboard the the night crawler, the ship, um, to to make first contact essentially, and they have this strong. Uh, I think they call it an L1 psychic aboard, um, who's pretty much kept captive because L1s tend to be quite volatile and and they manipulate people into you know, killing themselves, killing other people, and they they seem to have quite a dark personality, so they're a danger to the rest of the crew. So you've right. got you've got this danger on board. You've got the another psychic who's there to sort of handle him. You've got the rest of the crew who have various functions. You've got this dysfunctional captain and actual crew. So you've got like the research crew. You've got the the actual crew of the ship, and then you've got this murderous AI right. <laughs> aboard the ship who decides that it really doesn't actually want anyone on the ship. Um, so the whole story is, although like ultimately they're going to make first contact with this alien, the actual story of the series is how do they survive aboard it to get that far. So it is an interesting okay. concept. I was so disappointed with the with the conclusion, though. That's you know, it felt like I'd wasted all of my time watching the series to get to that <laughs> conclusion. It's such a disappointment, and I think um, it's such a disappointment that, that the Netflix um, cancelled it <laughs> straight away. It, it was just so fucking such a letdown. I mean, my wife and I got to the end and just looked at each other and went, oh. Oh. <laughs> I, I just, I just like didn't even bother discussing it. There was nothing to discuss. Oh, it was just Christ. like, yeah, no ambiguity, ambiguity. Sorry, Keith, no ambiguity. <laughs> Fuck's sake. And uh, as a throwback, uh, episode three, maybe. <laughs> and, um, and and it's just yeah, just so disappointing to get to the the conclusion. And there was no conclusion. There was no nothing satisfying. Nothing even to enrage you. It was just like meh. Oh, right. Move on. Move on to something else. So yeah, that that was very disappointing. Fortunately, we moved on to the Expanse season three. Now I watched season one when it came out here in the UK. Loved it. Watched season two a day before it went out in America because they lovingly sent me screeners. And yeah. Then it got canned. Or no, it hasn't. Been, it was canned by Sci-Fi after season three. Um, I didn't get any screeners for that, so I've just caught up on season three, and then it was picked up by Amazon Prime, yeah. and they've made a season four. So we caught up on season three on Amazon, and are now awaiting season four, which comes out I think in April. Unbelievably good, just like the best season of it ever. Why sci-fi would cancel it after that season, I have no idea. It just set it up so perfectly for for the. Ne- it was just like just took such a turn in a different direction. And it was gripping, it was like compelling. You wanted to keep watching episode after episode after episode. The Expanse is, is without doubt, for me, the best sci-fi on TV at the moment. And that, uh-huh. even, even above Star Trek Discovery, which is which yeah. is fun and good, but lacks the, the, the compulsion to keep... You know, I, I can leave... I mean, I haven't watched this week's Star Trek. It came out on Friday or mm-hmm. well, Sunday now. I haven't watched it yet, and I'm not going to watch it probably till midweek because my wife's away um, I, I, it doesn't drive me to watch it immediately whereas The Expanse is like right should we watch The Expanse fuck yeah 
Yeah, it's <laughs> really, really good. I love the expanse. So yeah. So anyway, that's a, that's a lot of talking from me about what I've watched. What have you watched lately, John? Stuff. I haven't seen the podcast. No, um... There's some anticipation I should tell you about what you've watched because <laughs> really? people are always trying to guess how obscure and how old it's going to be. This is my feedback. Oh, okay. <laughs> you've had feedback? <laughs> yeah, some feedback, yes. Not from Jeffy Jeff. No, not from Jeffy Jeff. Jeffy Jeff wants a T-shirt. Oh, how Jeffy Jeff. Oh, how Sorry, Jeff. Just... No, we could do. We could send him a white T-shirt and a pen and say, there you go, right? <laughs> make it yourself. <laughs> yeah, make it a fabric pen. I'll just do one of the kids. Yeah. <laughs> we should do that. Oh, a T-shirt competition. That'd be amazing. We just send out a blank T-shirt and a, and, a, and a fabric pen and get people yeah. to design their own T-shirt. That's amazing. Well, cheaper still, they could just design it themselves and send it to us. Rather than sending out loads of blank t-shirts. That, that's really cheapskate. I happen to have a lot of blank t-shirts. <laughs> Mostly women's sizes. <laughs> mailing in. Oh, I've made a mistake. You send me another one. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, I do. I do want to get t-shirts made because I think our logo is really cool. I like it. Even yeah, I did it, but <laughs> I know you did it. I like it. Which one? The, the the podcast one or the banner? The, the podcast website. one more oh, I've yeah. never really okay. settled on a on a logo for the unheardnerd.com I've never really been happy with it ever that's why it <laughs> changes every six weeks <laughs> <laughs> but uh, the podcast one I really like as it is now I like I like you know that you've got the Jaws shark and you've got the E.T. literally jumping the shark <laughs> <laughs> the whole Spielberg tie-in thing it's quite satisfying for me I like it I, I would love to have t-shirts made of that I, I think I probably will and if I do Jeffy Jeff patron saint of the show <laughs> shot slot is still available to anyone else pay it's, um, <laughs> it's I, I will a send... Patreon saint <laughs> <laughs> Patreon saint <laughs> I will um, yeah I we should discuss Patreon and, and those things at some point I, I don't really like the uh, the concept it feels a bit like begging but um, maybe I need to get over that. Yeah. I, I just don't think we've got enough people that would pay to listen to us talk. I don't think so, no. <laughs> I've got to be honest. <laughs> but uh, anyway, um, sorry, John, what, what, have you, what have you watched? Okay, <clears throat> I watched uh, the latest version of Tomb Raider. Yeah, oh, wow. John, guess what? You haven't? <laughs> it's on my list. <laughs> hey! I, I literally, that's what I was typing the second time I stopped to type. Oh, right. <laughs> I forgot that I'd watched it. And then okay. I was talking about Dora the Explorer and yeah. it reminded me. Ah, Tomb I Raider. see. Yeah. What did you think? Uh, well, I say I, I, I put off watching it for a long time because I feel the trailer made it look like something that's going to go straight to DVD. Uh, I was never impressed by the marketing, but I thought, no, no, cause I, I love I love the, the new rebooted games. Mm. Um, I've played the... The, uh, well, I played the original Tomb Raider back in the 90s, but I played the reboot Tomb Raider from 2013. Hmm. And I'm currently halfway through uh, Tomb Raider 20th Anniversary, whatever it's called. Uh, oh, Rise of the Tomb Raider, I think. Yeah. And there's, and there's a new one that's just come out as well, which I plan on playing at some point. So I thought, oh, I'll give this new version a go. And uh, I really enjoyed it. Yeah, you know, I really enjoyed it as well. A, a lot. Um, uh, it, it felt like a, a sort of a, you know a really good sort of female Indiana Jones movie. Yeah, I've got to be honest. I mean, as much as I like her as an actress, I wasn't yeah. convinced about Alicia Vikander as Lara Croft. 
No, I don't think she looked quite right. I know you can't get someone who looks like who's in the games, but for, for me, there's something missing. She, well, she seemed... I mean, if you think about some of the actresses that have portrayed the the character, and, and I'm thinking, you know, the, there was the the woman, British woman, who um, I can't remember her name, never will. Oh, they had various models, didn't they? Yeah, she, and she, she was like the, the real-life portrayal of Lara Croft when the games came out, and then mm. um, obviously you had uh, Angelina Jolie, um, I, I mean, I hated that film, the, you know, the, the Angelina Jolie Tomb Raider uh, films. I literally I think fell asleep I, yeah. <laughs> in the cinema. I fell asleep. Oh, watching. right. Crikey. Yeah. I remember, I remember seeing the first one. And based on that, I didn't make an effort to see, uh, was it The Cradle of Life, the second one? Yeah, I didn't watch the second one. No. Um, but yeah, I, I didn't. I didn't enjoy it. But uh, yeah, I did watch. Yeah, and Elisa Vikander, really good in it. Like, really good. Um I thought the cycle race thing was a little bit contrived. That was a little bit naff, but it's kind of like the introduction, wasn't it? It's, it was, yeah. It's sort of showing her personality a little bit. Yeah, and, this and, is what she can do. But uh, as, an, as a whole, yeah, really good. And that inspired me to um, to, to watch another uh, sort of video game title on Netflix. Right. Which I've really struggled with, which was Assassin's Creed. Oh, uh, I've never... I've wanted to watch it, but I've never got round to it. I've... Uh, you know, and again, I've said it already, but I've been incredibly busy lately. Uh, yeah, working quite long hours and and you know dealing with a lot of um, a lot going on, and I, I've tried to watch it in parts now three times. I still haven't oh, got to God. the end. It's, and it, that, that may not be indicative of the film. It's, it may no. just be that I've been so tired that I couldn't concentrate, and I've had to turn it off and then pick it up again and turn it off. So I do intend to give it another go. I'll try and watch it in its entirety again. But uh, it didn't grab me in the same way that Tomb Raider did. You know, often okay. I'm watching a film on Netflix, and if it's not that yeah. great, I pick up my phone, I start looking at my tweets or whatever. <laughs> yeah. Didn't happen once with Tomb Raider. I watched the no? whole film with no distraction. Yeah, really fantastic. I love the way it didn't go. Um, there was like a real life explanation for the fantastical ending. If that makes sense without spoiling it. I, I, yeah, I think so. <laughs> <laughs> it was like it, it looked like it was. It looked like it was something mythical and you know sort of supernatural going on but it turned out to be sort of a real world effect yeah when those yeah. people started dying in the tomb and it's like oh i like i like where this is going yeah it, it just was really well done and um i don't know how successful it was at the box office i don't i don't recall it you know making a lot of waves or a lot of headlines no i don't think it's a massive hit but um it's definitely worth a watch I, definitely I, i'm recommending that one because that's, that's one of the well, i think it's one of the one of the best video game movies I've seen, definitely. It's a good movie in its own right as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. True that. <laughs> <laughs> he, he says, okay. uh, middle, middle class. He's down with the kids. <laughs> <laughs> I live in London in a very middle class suburb. <laughs> <laughs> True that. In Lewisham, let's, let's be honest, Lewisham is not exactly uh, high society by any stretch of the imagination. <laughs> Just happen to live in a nice street in Lewisham, that's all. Yes. <laughs> Yes. Uh, what else, John? What have you watched? Wow. Tell me. Tell me now. I watched Scarlett Johansson in Ghost in the Shell. Ah, I also have watched that, but not recently. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> this is good, isn't it? We actually watched the same stuff. This is creepy. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I also enjoyed that. Yeah, I, I, um, I thought I'd, I'd start with the pretext that I've never seen. Uh, this may be heresy. I don't know, but I've never seen the original anime it's based on. No, so me either, me either. I, so I know um, apparently one of the missus friends actually walked out in disgust halfway through it when he watched it in the cinema 
mm. because of how much he loves the original anime. But um, I thought it was, uh, yeah, initially I thought it was fantastic. I mean, the production design is absolutely amazing. Mm. Uh, the futuristic sort of very uh, Blade Runner-ish city, even though it's probably Blade Runner is probably based on bits of uh, the original anime, probably. Possibly, um, I don't know. I mean, I don't know. Uh, but but thinking back on it, I, even though I love the film, I'm not sure if Scarlett Johansson was the right person. I don't know who they'd cast, but well, yeah, there was there was a lot of controversy, wasn't there, about her casting? Yeah, yeah, white, about whitewashing. whitewashing it. Yeah, and um, in writing up my notes, there's a story I remembered and just double checked and. Apparently, they did CGI tests to make some of the cast look a bit more Asian. <laughs> but then those those tests were quickly shut down. <laughs> like, no, no, we're not doing that. Fucking hell. I mean, yeah, you know, the simplest thing would be to cast Asian people. But yeah, would I, I mean, there's there's two sides to that story. I mean, yeah, as with you, I didn't know the source material, so it didn't bother me whether anything yeah. was factually correct or or you know, it, it was it was faithful to the original source material. Um, yeah. I really enjoyed it. Also, I really enjoyed the sets. And um, I watched a, a really interesting thing about the cars in particular. Some of them were based on Lotus Esprits. Oh, right. Which, which are fantastic cars. If anyone's watched the James Bond where the car turns into a submarine. Yes. That's a Lotus Esprit. And I've loved ah. those British British cars. I've loved them forever. Um, so it was really interesting to see how they took that a, a quite quite old sports car these days and turn them into these futuristic sort of I don't know cyber punk is it cyberpunk is it, it yeah it's cyberpunk isn't it it's, yeah gave it that sort of aesthetic um but yeah Scarlett Johansson I mean okay you cast an Asian actress in that role that's logical that makes sense mm-hmm. would it have the same appeal to such a wide audience as casting Scarlett Johansson that's the flip side isn't it you you stay true to the source material, then no one's probably going to be that interesting because there's no big names attached. So the problem is, obviously, that not enough Asian people are getting an opportunity to make their name in Hollywood. So, yeah, yeah, we can acknowledge that. But given that, you know, what what do you do? I mean, you you make a film, you want to... Obviously, the, the point is to make money from it. At yeah. least, you know, a return on your investment. Uh, and so you know, what do you do you cast an unknown to be faithful to the source material or you cast a massive star and and you know reap the benefits that that, that you know will reward you most yeah. people haven't seen the anime no <laughs> let's be honest true. so I, I think that's probably where the decision goes to to cast Sky, Scarlett Johansson um, who I thought was good in it I thought she was oh yes yes, 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 yes. I don't, don't disagree with her performance but I just and I'm thinking about it afterwards as the weeks have gone by. It's just, I don't know, it's just something, something bugs me about it. But uh, I still plan on, I'm actually going to pick up the Blu-ray for that when I find it in uh, CEX, or hmm. Sex, as I should say. I found out yesterday. Sex, <laughs> is that what it's called? <laughs> That's what, an, adver- an advert on the TV. Yeah, it's at the set, the shop is actually called Sex. <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> Goodness. Uh, I don't think I've ever been in a CEX. Possibly. Maybe not. I don't know. Hmm. Uh, a little bit of trivia the, the soundtrack to uh, Ghost of the Shell which I really enjoyed is by uh, a composer called uh, Lorne Balf mm-hmm. and apparently the music was scheduled for a release and then at the last minute they cancelled it so he sort of went sod you and released the soundtrack for free online so oh, wow. <laughs> <laughs> if you want it it's out there it's, I really like it there you go well, I mean, that kind of ties in Ghost in the Shell to uh, another film I've watched recently. 
Um, yeah. As in, you know, there's people who feel that it's not faithful to the source material. Um, they, they felt, you know, that it, it didn't represent the, the, the original anime as yeah. it should have. Uh, Bohemian Rhapsody. I... <laughs> <laughs> No, okay, you, yeah. you will. You will have obviously before we started recording. I was singing um, <laughs> Bohemian Rhapsody to John. <laughs> yes, I was being Just, serenaded. It was a sound test. <laughs> <laughs> That's what he called it. <laughs> An assault on the ears would be another <laughs> way of describing it. I'm not the singer in our band, <laughs> but um, I yeah, Bohemian Rhapsody. People obviously um, uh, have been picking holes in that uh, as to. Did things really happen the way that they're portrayed in the film? And did they happen yeah. in the order that they're portrayed in the film? All I will say is I, I love Queen's music. I'm not a massive fan of Queen uh, per se. I'm not you know, fanatical about knowing everything about them, the the the, you know, the, the musicians or or you know, what they they've done in life. But I yeah. love the music, and so I watched Bohemian Rhapsody, and I fucking enjoyed the hell out of it. It was amazing. Okay. Yeah, I really really enjoyed it. Um, there's a lot I didn't know about the band and you know the fact that some of it it's really dramatic I mean I mean the live aid oh, stuff course, it's like yeah. it, it was almost as if nobody donated money until Queen came on stage and suddenly they made a million it was like <laughs> just like that like you see the phone start ringing and, and Bob Geldof's oh, like all happy and shit and it's like oh, okay I don't think that's accurate <laughs> but it's uh, actually a, a comeback appearance for them wasn't it I think live aid uh, it, I, think, it, I think I think Queen has sort of had a bit of a dip re- at that time. Yeah, and Live Aid really pushed them back into the spotlight again. Well, yes, uh, but not quite in the way that they portray in the film. It, it wasn't quite like they had split up and then they came back and rehearsed just for that gig. Oh, uh, they, no, they'd no. already been working on albums and stuff um, since reforming, so it wasn't quite in the same dramatic style as portrayed in the film but yes yeah effectively it, they had had a lull and uh, Freddie Mercury had gone off to do solo stuff and and it sort of hit a low point and then they sort of came back a bit but um yeah so I won't dwell on Bohemian Rhapsody other than to say loved it really good oh uh, cool I'm looking forward to a bit more it's one of my, that's on my to watch list yeah I mean do you do you like Queen's music yeah yeah I've got um <laughs> the easy way out. I've got the greatest hits one and two in the car. That's, just, um, that's all you need, isn't uh, it? Yeah, it is really. It's just because um, the, the kids like listening to it. Um, if anyone's interested, there, uh, if anyone likes classic hip hop and rap and Queen, there is a, a fantastic um, mix up, a mashup of 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 it um, of the two. Bizarrely, uh, right. it's by the uh, Kleptones. K L E P T O N E S. It's free to download from their website. And it's called A Night at the Hip Hopera. All right. And, and it's all Queen music with rap over the top. And it is really, really well done. It's quite old now. It's probably, they could do it now better with the technology that's available, I presume. But yeah. um, given, you know, it, and it's like, it's things like the Beastie Boys, it's, um, yeah, Biggie Smalls, it's, it's Eminem. There's, there's all sorts like mixed in, but a lot of like Adela Soul and, and uh, you know, a lot of different stuff all mixed in. Uh, to it and it's funny as well it's quite funny the way they've mixed it but it's one continuous yeah. thing it's about an hour long and it's it's oh, just okay. from start to finish one long mix it's really quite epic so um i, I recommend that look up the the cleptones 
Uh, I can hear you typing. You're typing. <laughs> yeah, that's right. I'll go right, podcast over. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's on my list to check out afterwards. Cool. And they've done other stuff as well. They did, um, oh, got a flaming lips and, um, and a hip hop mashup as well, which is quite good. <clears throat> awesome. Cool. Right. Um, um, what next? What next? What? From me? From you? We either. What do you? What would you? What do you, you think? Have you got? Maps? Okay, I, I went back to the nineties for my next one. This is I what decided, the people I are waiting for. John. This is what the people want. <laughs> how obscure and how old is John going to go this week? It's, I would say it's that obscure. Um, okay. Right. I went back to a time when superhero films weren't all that. Uh, I watched Dick Tracy. <laughs> well, I cut to the chase there. I went back to a time. Uh, fuck it. I watched Dick Tracy. <laughs> I tried a dramatic intro, it didn't work. It's In hello. a time before superhero <laughs> special effects, John watched <laughs> Dick Tracy. Actually, I can't what year it was now. We'd already had Batman at least by then, but uh, apparently Warren Beatty loves the character, and that's why he brought the rights and uh, helped write and direct the film as well. Yeah, that was a that was a bizarre story at the time. It seemed so un un unusual <laughs> for a quite a big actor to to do that. I, th- I think he'd been after the, the rights for years, probably even before Batman, but just I don't think anyone wanted to you know, give them the money to do it. They weren't convinced. Mm. So how did it hold up? Um, <laughs> that good, huh? Well. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> uh, well, I mean, the first line of my notes, it, it feels like a collection of, of uh, A-list talent playing cops and robbers for fun. <laughs> right. Uh, I mean, you've obviously got, uh, you've got Warren Beatty as Dick Tracy, um, you've got Al Pacino as Big Boy Caprice, who's the main bad guy. Uh, you've got his girlfriend, Breakfast Mahoney, who's played by Madonna, who always wears skimpy costumes. Um, Dustin Hoffman is a character called Mumbles, and that's because he literally mumbles whenever he's on screen. He never, <laughs> it, it's just bizarre. Um, Dick Van Dyke's got a small role. James Caan's got a small role. Um <laughs> I feel like I've seen it at some point in my (laughs) life, but it's been erased. I can't remember a thing about it other than, you know, the poster image. Yeah, I mean, Kathy Bates, according to the credits, Kathy Bates is in there. I didn't see her. Uh, James Tolkien, and people who remember as um, uh, Mr. Strickland from Back to the Future. Oh, right. Okay. Uh, There's uh, Charlie Cosmo, who plays a a young boy, just called, who doesn't have a name, he's just called The Kid. if it, uh, he also played uh, Peter Pan's son in Spielberg's Hook as well. It's his only two screen roles he's did. Uh, nearly all the bad guys have got this sort of brilliant, over-the-top, uh, practical makeup work, uh, which kind of references their names. I kind of so they've got a silly nickname. It's because that's what their face looks like. If that makes sense. Right. Okay. Um, uh, it's a very big, bright, and bold film. I mean, there's basically sort of yeah, apparently it's. Um, copying the the print of the comics at the times so everything's sort of red blue green yellow there's primary colors in it hmm. um even uh, oh yeah i even saw uh miles o'brien there's his real name the irish actor he was on he's on yeah he's on ds9 i know who you mean yeah Is yeah that... he was he plays he plays a policeman he's got one scene all <laughs> oh, right <laughs> um yeah it's, it's all right it's nothing amazing but i just i just feel it's, it's uh um, Warren Beatty just you know getting to live out you know one of his fantasies basically 
Well, yeah, I'm all for that, definitely. Um, sometimes it's a bit of a mistake going back to these films with a sense <laughs> of nostalgia, isn't it? Yeah, like yeah, yeah. Tank Girl, for example, hasn't held up particularly well. Oh, and no, I remember watching that recently. It's like, oh, okay. <laughs> it's rare that you watch an old film and, and think, do you know what, this is all right. <laughs> Especially things <laughs> yeah, like Spawn, for example. There's a Spawn reboot in the making. But That's the, right, yeah. The first oh. one was ropey at the time, let alone now. That was uh, weird. But your story, you, you, what you said about the um, the actor who's called the kid, like he's just credited oh, yeah. as the kid, yeah. uh, reminded me of a story. I used to work with a woman, an actress. Um, uh-huh. you know, a lot of actresses, like you know, who if that, you've had that, the odd big job, but they still they're not paying their bills through acting. They they work in as waiters or waitresses or work yeah. in bars. So I, I used to work with a an actress in the bar, and she was in a film. The most people in Britain will know it's uh, it's called Football Factory. Oh, and, I know the uh, name. Yeah, stars uh, a, a national treasure, Danny Fucking Dyer. That's <laughs> <laughs> his middle name, Fucking. Fucking. <laughs> uh, uh, and uh, she she was in the film. She was she was literally Danny Fucking Dyer's uh, love interest in the film. All right. And she was credited. <laughs> you can look it up. Her credits. She was attributed as. Penge Minge. <laughs> Penge being a place not far from where I live in London, and uh, Minge being uh, another name for a woman's anatomy. <laughs> that was literally her name in the film. No, no actual name, just uh, in the credits. Penge Minge. Minge. So proud, so proud. Oh, Watched it with her mum and dad. <laughs> Looked at the credits. Penge Minge. Penge nice. Minge. <laughs> lovely, lovely. Cool. Um, I have been to the cinema. Quite I know, a lot. you watched Captain Marvel. Done it. Move on. <laughs> I went to the cinema a couple of times before that. In fact, I went okay. to the cinema two weekends in a row, John. Jesus Christ, steady on. I know. It's, it's a wonder I can still afford my mortgage. Because <laughs> <laughs> it is fucking expensive. A Captain Marvel cost us £17.85 each. Oh, my God. £17.85. Now, admittedly... What was that, the deluxe seats with massage or something? Do you remember when we, we went to Ant-Man and the Wasp, right? You yeah. Came, yeah, that was when we had eight, eight of us there. Or, uh, yeah. The biggest biggest, out, biggest turnout so far. We had five. We had five guys at five guys. Um, and uh, we had that same cinema with the recliners. Oh, right, yeah. But uh, it cost us £17.85 each for, oh, those, for those recliners. And it's a great cinema. It's 2D. But, you know, high-definition screen, Dolby Atmos sound, and electric recliners. So it's basically like having a, an electric lazy boy to yourself <laughs> to watch the film. Hey. Fantastic. Yeah. Love it. But it's fucking expensive. <laughs> um, even more expensive if you want to take your family, which is what I did two weekends in a row. Okay. So I took my girls um, and my wife to see How to Train Your Dragon 3. Oh, Okay. Which, um, again, didn't really seem to perform very well at the box office. Not a lot of headlines about it. Not a lot. And it's quite mixed reviews. But I thought it was a really emotional end to that trilogy. I thought okay. I, re- I really quite enjoyed it. It was it was sort of about them growing up and parting ways without spoiling it too much. Right. And, and yeah, as I've said before, these days with kids, I watch kids' films through kids' eyes. 
man, I, I, I just contact lenses were slipping again. It's like, yeah, I'm not, <laughs> I'm not crying. You're crying. I got quite emotional at it. So yeah, I've seen all the films, and you know, the kids have really enjoyed it. They've watched the TV yeah. series. We even, you know, for my daughter's eldest daughter's birthday, once we went to Hamleys and did Build a Bear. And oh, yeah. uh, and she got a toothless dragon. She built a toothless dragon. So she she's yeah. been quite attached to the to the character for a long time. And I've I've really felt it, it was quite emotional. I was like, I was expecting the kids to be blubbing. Turn around, they're fine. I'm like, <laughs> you know, on the edge of a nervous wreck. <laughs> but uh, anyway, less damaging than that. The next uh, the next uh, week, we went to see the Lego Movie Two. Ah, uh, lots of fun. Not yeah quite as fun as the first one because you know it's hard to follow up such a mm. an interesting concept but yeah lots of fun again thoroughly recommend it funny yes and um definitely worth a watch that one awesome i haven't seen that one yet so that's all my cinema trips done <laughs> uh and bohemian rhapsody i watched recently on demand tomb raider we've discussed the only other thing i've watched john which i think mm-hmm. you've been watching a lot more than me yeah. Is Love, Death and Robots. Yes. It's on Netflix. It is. And it's really quite brutal. I've only seen one episode. Oh, it's incredibly brutal in places, yes. Lots of uh, lots of explicit language. Oh, it's not for the kids. Sexualised, mm-hmm. uh, violent, uh, but uh, compelling. Compelling. <laughs> I want to watch more. And easily I, I digestible, I, like 17 minute episodes. Yeah, could do those. It's like watching Rick some, and Morty. Some of them are shorter than that. They, they, they're different lengths, actually. Yeah. Ah, I see. Uh, I think the shortest one is, uh, look at my notes, the shortest one is six, and the longest one is 17. God, do you know what? Actually, I've watched two episodes, except that the second one's really short, isn't it? <laughs> oh, yes, the three robots. Three robots, yeah. yeah. I need to go back and watch that again because I was sort of cooking at the same time. Oh, really, okay. Didn't really give it the attention it deserved. But um, so, what you've? How many have you watched? Have you watched them all? I watched. I binged. I watched the lot. The lot, nice. Because I was really looking for the the second they announced this that first trailer. I thought this is this is right up my street. Mm. Um, plus the two the two big names attached to it that also <clears throat> helped me have that attachment um, is created apparently created by Tim Miller, who's the director of the first Deadpool film. Mm. Uh, and he's also executive producer, and so is uh, director David Fincher. Right, it's yeah. A director whose work I absolutely love. So I was like, I'm watching this. This is this is for me. Uh, yeah, and I sat there and watched it a lot. It's, it's not the sort of thing I could sit and watch with my wife, I'll be honest. Um, I think some of the content is not wife-friendly. Especially based on that first that first uh, animation, the first story. Yeah, I mean, it came round in the end and sort of justified it in a way, but still, it, it was, yeah, it's not the sort of thing. I don't think she would have sat through the whole thing, if I'm honest. And that, that first no. episode is only 17 minutes long. I think she would have got up and left, uh, <laughs> to be honest. But um, I do intend to watch uh, to mo- some more of that. And you know, yeah, like you say, it's the sort of thing. I mean, I could sit in my lunch break and watch one. It's, it's quite yeah, Oh, easily, yeah. Easy. So, yeah, worth, worth a, a look. Um, have you watched anything else, John? Uh, I've watched Ricky Gervais, well, half of Ricky Gervais' new show, Afterlife, mm. which is, is really s- good. Is it a film or a series? It's a series, six half-hour episodes. Okay. Now, but as a rule, I despise Ricky Gervais. Okay. I find him, his mannerisms, his way of acting, his just, I find him incredibly irritating. Right. <laughs> I'm presuming you don't. <laughs> uh, it depends what he's. It depends what he's doing. Um, I mean, in in Afterlife, he plays um, a guy called Tony, and his wife died of breast cancer. 
and he's contemplated suicide but he can't go through with it so instead he decides just to keep on living but he just says whatever he wants he doesn't care about the repercussions right okay so um this is uh this is paraphrasing so i can't remember exactly what what kind of what he says at all but he's walking his dog in the park and the dog's got no lead on and this this big fat guy turns up and goes your dog should be on a lead and he goes, what? Is your dog should be on a lead? This is a park for everyone, you know. And he goes, oh, I'm sorry about that. And he puts the lead on the dog. He sort of puts his head towards the dog's head. And he goes, what's that? Yes, he's a big, nosy, fat cocksucker, isn't he? <laughs> <laughs> so he just doesn't care what he says. He just speaks his mind the whole time. He doesn't care what he says. But yeah. obviously everyone around him is trying to is trying to change him for the better. It, um, mm. uh, me and the missus are watching it. We're really enjoying it. We think it's probably it's, it's some of his best stuff yet. Because a lot of his work has always been really cringe-inducing. You know, it's like it just mm. so makes you feel feel so uncomfortable watching it. Um, and and it's not that really that bothers me about him. It's just he seems really disingenuous, like as a person. Not, not I mean, he probably isn't, but the way he comes across, like, even his laugh, just doesn't sound genuine oh, at all. Yeah. <laughs> do, you know what, do you know what I mean? He just I, and yeah. I don't I can't relate to that at all. Uh, and and he is you know. As a personality, he's generally quite br- uh, blunt. I think in in his mannerisms, mm. but um, I, it might be something I give a look to because, to be honest, I, I did see there's a little snippet on Twitter that keeps popping up from it, okay. and it's um, it's Joe, Joe Wicks. It's not Joe Wicks. He's a fucking health guy. Joe something <laughs> or other, a beardy guy um, who's often on eight out of ten cats does countdown. Um, Oh yes, he plays a postman. Yeah, 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 and and that clip, yeah. You know, I mean, I love that guy, Joe. Uh, but uh, yeah, I mean, it, it made me laugh. It made me. I, I watched it because he was in it rather than Ricky Gervais. <laughs> but, uh, I might give it a go. I might give it a go. That sounds. Yeah, you know, got to be open yeah, to these things, haven't you? This this yeah. is my year of trying things I wouldn't normally try. After all, <laughs> um, I mean, they, uh, I mean, the, the Ricky Gervais thing is just. Put me on saying that the missus started watching and didn't know about called um, Upstart Crow. Oh yeah, I, I really like that. I've watched because no, um... they've got that they've got those three actors and one of the actors is uh, well I don't think blatant's a strong enough word. It's basically Ricky Gervais, isn't yes, it? Yes, absolutely. Yeah, <laughs> but because it's someone else parodying him, I can take it. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, that's that's something else we've been watching because um, uh, for those who don't know, Upstart Crow is a basically a sitcom based on will shakespeare isn't it it seems unlikely but that's exactly what it is, yeah. <laughs> it is. um uh, for those of you in the uk all three series and the christmas specials are currently available on iplayer so get watching um we're really enjoying that that's that's really funny yeah i think i think we've we've watched it all now i think we've done it all um yeah three we, series and christmas specials yeah we started watching on season one and and just every time a new season popped up we, we would watch it yeah uh, but yeah it's it's um David Mitchell That's from yeah. Peep, Peep Show. People are known from Peep Show, probably. That yeah. that has travelled internationally. Uh, but yeah, it's it's really funny. It's, it's clever. <laughs> it's clever, funny. It's it's very dry humour, I think. Yes. But uh, I do enjoy that. Um, right, cool. Any, anything else, John? Uh, and I watched uh, the thing of basic Tower Heist with um, Ben Stiller. <laughs> That's what people are waiting for. That's exactly <laughs> what people are waiting for. Tower Heist, a film no one's ever heard of, <laughs> with Ben Stiller, <laughs> an actor no one cares about anymore. <laughs> <laughs> I, I caught a few minutes of it on um, Channel 4, I think, late one Sunday evening. Uh, and thought, it piqued oh, your interest? I, I, it piqued my interest. I thought, oh, I'll watch that at some point. 
This is the the obscure review. I think is what we call this section. <laughs> Why do you think it's that obscure? I thought it was supposed to be a major film. I've never heard of it. Never heard of it. Um, it's got Ben Stiller. Um, I can't remember his name. You know the guy who runs the security firm in Ant Man. Uh, yeah. Um, Why keeps talking really fast? Yeah, uh, Michael Pena. Pena. Yeah, he's, he, he's in it as well. I and uh, it's got um, Alan. Is it Alan Alda, the guy who's in Mash, most famous for Mash? Oh Christ, I don't know. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, Ben Stiller basically plays. I think it's not. Uh, I think it's like the building manager of um, uh, a building of flats, like it's like a, a, a New York skyrise thing. Mm. And um, he's he's very friendly with everyone. He knows what everyone likes, what they don't like, and he sort of runs the whole building. Everyone loves him. And uh, it turns out Alan Alder on the top floor, he's, he's, he seems to be good with money. He's always making money. Um, but then he gets arrested by the FBI because it turns out he's actually a, a crook and he's been swindling his money and doing yeah. illegal things with it. Uh, and then um, Ben Siller then has to admit to the rest of the staff that because he thought he was good with money, he basically gave this guy all of their pension money, thinking that they could, uh, they could like triple it or whatever and make loads of profit. Mm. It turns out all that pension money is gone, uh, so um, they have to try and figure out a way to to. They think they know where the money is, and they're going to try and steal it back. Hence, hence the title Tower Heist. I see. But, but yeah, I thought it's quite a good little film, actually. Uh, and a score out of five. Uh, three and a half. Three and a half. That's solid. Solid. That's that's mm. the same as Captain Marvel, pretty much. If you scale it up. <laughs> True, true. True that. There we go. <laughs> true that. It's <laughs> my new catchphrase. That's what I'm trying in March. That's my new thing for March. Okay, you don't walk around the place getting true that. True that. No, actually, that's that's a complete lie. I've only literally just started saying that during this podcast. But <laughs> February. Do you want to know what February was? My was new thing. Different. Yeah, January. Yeah. You may recall was yoga, which um, oh, I've, yeah. I've carried on doing. Done. Yeah. Hey, I've, this one. I'm really enjoying it actually and it is amazing what difference it's made to my backache <laughs> because let's be honest I'm a man in my 40s I'm not getting any younger <laughs> I wake up almost every day with backache <laughs> so it's made a hell of a difference um, I have I play football soccer for anyone that's uh, uneducated um, <laughs> play football every Monday I've played better since I've been doing yoga I'm on a real purple patch 11 goals in 5 games Wow, and I know. Yeah, two two games with four goals. Um, do the maths on that. Some games I've not played very well. <laughs> and uh, just generally, it makes me feel a lot better, and I'm feeling more toned and and just feeling much better about myself. So yoga is a winner um, from January. Uh, sure. February, I tried um, kind of two things actually. Yeah. Firstly, I tried to order a leather jacket. Okay. <laughs> and secondly I tried to get it delivered by Hermes oh, uh, so the, it's lost somewhere then. the delivery company it was lost because the fucker I mean I've had some real delivery problems uh, here you know, I live in London it's not a hard address to find some of the numbers are a bit fucked up on my street but other than that it's generally not too difficult I once had an Amazon delivery and it said I live. the area I live in is Broccoli Mm-hmm. It said your parcel has been left in a shed in broccoli. <laughs> Pro- problem was it wasn't my shed. I, d- I don't know whose shed, but it wasn't my shed. Um, I've had other things. It says they've been delivered. They've not been yeah. delivered. I've not had them. Um, the the jacket. 
I, I was getting you know constant updates because you know we live in a modern age. You get constant updates. This is technology. Yeah. It's working for us. You can track where your Amazon delivery man is almost to to the fucking front door if you like. I know it amazes me that stuff sometimes. I was getting texts from Hermes guy. He was saying your, your delivery's coming today. Your delivery's coming today. Should be there by one o'clock. I was like, lovely. Yeah. I'm not at home, but I I, did, I went <laughs> I went on and I said, leave it in a shed in Broccoli. <laughs> preferably my shed if you wouldn't mind yeah uh, so i you know you you specify where you want them to leave it your spa- safe space your safe space that's what i did I yeah. shed front shed in my garden and uh and yeah, yeah that was accepted that's fine so running a bit late uh, should be delivered by uh, it was getting later by 5 p.m okay right. well i might be home at this point you know it, there's a good chance still leave it in the shed that's fine if i'm not in uh-huh. and then it's you know we're still running late should be delivered by nine o'clock tonight but oh, okay okay i'm gonna be home great no problem i'm gonna be home this is good i can yeah. get i don't mind that's fine i can get my delivery and then i got a text saying your jacket a leather yes. jacket for a fully grown man has yeah. been delivered through your letterbox <laughs> I'm looking at my letterbox. You can barely get letters through my letterbox. It's that oh, fucking small. I've seen your letterbox. <laughs> it's a very small letterbox. It's, it's old before people really had letters delivered. Uh, it, it actually is a reclaimed oh, door. It's a reclaimed door um, from, from the original, you know, 1900s or whatever. Yeah. And, uh, and so it clearly wasn't delivered because I was at home at that point and there was definitely nothing shredded through the letterbox. <laughs> it took me six days to get my fucking delivery, Hermes. Oh, my God. Six fucking days. They didn't reply to a single passive-aggressive tweet. Not one. H&M did, until they got bored of me keep tweeting them, and they were like, fuck, it's coming, all right? It's just coming. (laughs) So fuck H&M. I'm never ordering from them again. Fuck Hermes. I probably will have to use them again. She'll have a choice. (laughs) Uh, But, uh, yeah, so February got off to a slow start with a leather jacket, but I do have a... It's not a real leather jacket. I didn't want to commit fully straight away. Okay. I've never had a leather jacket in my life, John. That's better if I. This was a first for me. This is this was a first. And now Does it I, look good on you? I don't know. Everybody's been quite polite about my midlife crisis. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> Nobody's said anything bad about it yet, other than a few... I wore it to band practice a few weeks ago, and yeah. Ben Ben posted a, a little sneaky tweet of me wearing it, saying I was also wearing <laughs> leather trousers. <laughs> They're next. <laughs> oh dear. Le- leather trousers. Um, so yeah, so that was that. Um, yeah, March. I haven't really figured out what I'm going to do new yet. Um, I'm struggling a bit, and we're we're nearly all the way through the month. It's what uh, the twenty fourth yes. today. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm um, struggling a bit with that. Um, I don't know, but anyway, that's that. Um, I've only really got one thing left to talk about, John. What about you? Okay, uh, I- I'm all out. You're all out. Okay, I'm so the final spent. thing. Final thing. Yes. I'm not really reading books at the minute. Um, okay. I'm still still on the same book that I was last year. Yeah. Um, because time, yeah, I'm driving to work a lot more and, and uh, the commute is just a bit more difficult. I'm not reading. I've cancelled okay. all my comic subscriptions because okay. they're, they're piling up. I haven't been able to get through them. If I get through the backlog, then I'll revisit that. Yeah. But I have been watching Jablinski Gaming on YouTube. Right. Are you familiar with Jablinski Gaming? Not at all. Okay, now I don't usually see the appeal, unlike my children, of watching other people play video games on YouTube. But Jablinski Gaming is Jack Black's 
gaming YouTube oh, channel. <laughs> yes, I've heard of it. I've been watching of it. Yeah, <laughs> it didn't do any gaming for about the first four episodes. <laughs> None, other than going to play pinball machines or you know old school gaming. It's really yeah. quite funny. I'm I'm absolutely absolutely certain that this is all just a promotional thing for the next uh, Jumanji film. Uh, be- because you see him preparing like he has his beard dyed and his hair cut and, oh, and, right, okay. and um, yeah, he's going to the gym to get in shape for the film and yeah. A- Aquafina who we've mentioned before on the podcast um, he was in Future Man mm-hmm. and uh, also in um, in a documentary I wrote a review of a while back um, she's in the film so yeah, he, he does actually do some gaming with her um, on on the programme they've got to do in some gaming but half the episode is usually him fucking around with his kids like with a you know, the slingshot or with like, you know, going to eat somewhere or yeah, lots of fucking around. Yeah. And, uh, and then there's a little bit of gaming at the end, but it's, <laughs> it's actually, I'm, I'm really quite into it <laughs> because it's not all like traditional gaming channel. Ah. Um, and uh, yeah, so it's quite funny. I like, I like Jack Black in, in he's really quite funny in it. So I've checked that out. Jablinski gaming. So there we are, John, that's, that's it. We've run out of things to talk about for another month. <laughs> that's right. And yeah, that's about an hour. That's all right. That's a good episode. Cool. I really enjoyed this episode. I really enjoyed it too. <laughs> I like talking to you, John. Oh, thanks, Will. Yeah. Are we going to go to Comic Con in May? We've not done the May I one. I fucking before. hope so. Have you applied for press passes? Oh, I didn't know they were out yet. Oh, probably. I don't know. It's March. You normally, you normally go, oh, do press passes. And I go, okay. <laughs> yeah, but for the last two years, I've been in uh, Rome and then New York for, for the Comic-Con. <laughs> I haven't been here. So um, I usually only send it out in October because that's when I'm around. But uh, yeah, I, I'm sure if you go onto the website, the um, just, just don't mind us, what? listeners. Don't mind us. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> uh, yeah, we'll sort that out. Anyway, so yeah, Comic Con. Comic Con's getting good, I think. Comic Con in London is now starting to get up there with other Comic Cons from around the world, um, because it's now yes. run by the same people that do the New York Comic Con and and some of the bigger ones. Um, it's, it's a different company have taken it over, so you're starting to see some bigger names appearing. I think it's going to get better. So uh, well, maybe yeah. we should check out the May one. Shit, they're available. Are they? <laughs> Stop listening. <laughs> Started googling. <laughs> End of pod- podcast. Got things to do. Excuse me. <laughs> well, on that note, and uh, let's end the show. John, as always, it's been a pleasure. As always, goodbye, Will. Goodbye, Jeff. Bye, Jeff. Love you. Bye. Bye. <laughs>